0: Hey everybody, we are back again. It's Shireen and Reina from Power Pump Girls, the podcast, your go-to resource for all things, womanhood, social issues, and the hustle.
1: that's different, it's changed, that's because we're in the amazing, the beautiful, the brand new Rev Coffee Lab in Baton Rouge. This space is so amazing and it's perfect for today's episode, which is all about one of our favorite things, food. (laughs) We're super excited to talk about food, but from the perspective of being a woman and how our relationship with food affects our everyday lives, the foods we love, the foods we hate. All those things. And so I know everybody knows this for only hanging with hustlers, yeah. but the truth is, is what you eat, is supposed to be able to fuel you so that you can continue to your hustle. everyday hustle. Yeah, so today we're gonna be breaking it down into three buckets, yep. how food affects your mood, how it affects your health and your pH, ladies, and <laughs> also how it affects your body image and your body positivity. So let's jump into it. Um, this past year, I've had an ongoing joke saying that I have a
0: toxic relationship with food. Yeah. And that's literal and figurative, right? Yeah. Like, I have literally been having days where I am stuffing my face. I'm eating six or seven times a day. And then there are other days like I'm going super hard in the gym, but like I'm eating everything. Yeah.
1: I think our, our relationship with food fluctuated, especially this last year with quarantine. Yeah. There are moments where we were gaining weight, and then there are moments where we we're working out really <laughs> hard. There are moments where we were like, let's um, experiment with food and new recipes. And so it was never just about weight loss or calorie counting. Our experience with food this year has just been like all over the place because of quarantine and just all the different things that were happening. But yeah, so with the mood, Mm -hmm. right, I can tell when Raina's
0: hungry and Raina can tell when I'm hungry. Everybody has this this hangry Um, feeling that like overcomes them or a lethargic feeling when you've eaten too much. Today, we had a big bowl of pho and we immediately wanted to take a nap. We needed a nap. And that if
1: that doesn't directly correlate like your mood, your brain and your gut, I don't know what does. Yeah. And there will be days where we're like super busy. We don't even think about food, which is like that's rare, to be honest, but it might be like, We grab a coffee in the morning, maybe we come to Rev, and then we're just on go all day and we don't even stop to eat. So there are moments where we're like pigging out and we're really enjoying food and we may need a nap afterwards. There are some days where we don't eat and neither of those is really healthy, no. but it ebbs and flows. And sometimes we actually try to make space and meal prep and we'll
0: go to the grocery store and we'll be more conscious about our eating and our grocery shopping for the week so that we are conscious because we require a lot of fuel. We are hustlers. We are the definition of the word. And so it's really important for us to also make sure we're paying attention to our
1: intake. Yeah. And for women, it's just important in general to pay attention to what you're eating and what's fueling you because there's so many health outcomes um, that affect us specifically women because of how our hormones are made up, how our bodies are made up. So it's important that we pay attention to the things that we're eating and the, our relationship with food.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if y'all know this, but Raina and I are science nerds. We've both graduated from LSU with kinesiology degrees. Tigers. So we have studied physiology, anatomy, everything you can think of when it comes to the human body. And a lot of our learnings really impact our day-to-day and how we think about food, how we think about exercise and our physical and mental health. Yeah, We never go too far. We, will, we definitely balance. But we have moments where we're doing really bad, moments we're doing really good, but we never go too far.
1: So as far as mood, food actually has a really direct impact on food. So your point of like, you yeah. know, when I'm hangry or we know when we need to eat, like the Snickers joke. Yeah. You know, when you're hungry, you, <laughs> yeah. need, you need to Snickers. There's actually a Harvard study that talked about food's influence on your brain function and how it can literally change the structure of your brain. So we know that like food is what makes your body work and how it fuels your brain, but can actually change how your brain looks and is made up, which is pretty cool. That is insane. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so we were actually just talking this morning about vitamins because I have like four boxes of vitamins that I have yet to touch. Shout yeah. out to Care Of, I'm a big fan, but I am not active with taking my vitamins. Yeah. And B12 is something that we don't necessarily think of, but when you have an, a B12 deficiency, you're lethargic, you're moody, you can have manic episodes. Have, um, depressed. Yeah, d- depressed, psychosis, like all of those things. And when you're not eating the right things, you do tend to lose nutrients in certain.
1: Um, vital things that you need yeah and one of the neurotransmitters in your brain is serotonin and it actually manages things like your sleep your appetite your mood and it can inhibit pain but what's really cool about serotonin and this is the science nerd in us (laughs) coming out (laughs) is that 95% of it is actually made in your gut and so it's literally determined by the food you eat how your mood is gonna be and it's in your literal gut and so If you think about it we think everything happens in our brain and that our brain controls our mood and our sleep and our personality and how we think it actually all goes back to what you're putting in your body to fuel your brain and a lot of it happens in your gut in your gut that's crazy how everything is so tied together um and believe it or
0: not Raina and i gave up meat about five years ago six years ago almost and so my mother was diagnosed with cancer in 2016 And when she went and see her doctor, the very first thing he told her to do was to cut out meat from her diet. And we had all kinds of questions like, why are we cutting out meat? Why is that so important for her? And, you know, regaining her health. And the answer that he gave us was that the processed meats were helping incubate the bad bacteria in her gut. So it was further developing the cancer cells. So I immediately stopped eating meat as well and I was like calling on all of my friends so I didn't have to do it alone because it's really hard to like cut meat out. In the beginning (laughs) it was very
1: very hard. We had to get creative on our recipes. We all were like collectively making meals for each other because we were like how do you do this meatless? Like we didn't know a life without meat so it was hard in the beginning. I don't know the last time we had a hamburger, a steak, hot wings. of that. We, vegetables are really our life and like we grow up and your parents are like eat your fruit and vegetables <laughs> and like your doctors tell you that and they never really say why but we've researched and over the years have found it really does affect your mood and your overall health and yeah. like fruit and vegetable heavy diets are actually linked to happier lives and so by no means are we pushing this on you but we can speak from our perspective and say that it has made such a difference that we have not had a steak a burger any of that. Pork I can not remember the
0: last meal that made me super sluggish. Like after eating heavy meals of like a steak or hot wings and yeah. fries, you're like, always tired. Always sleepy. Or like today, even though with our pho, it was heavy in sodium, salt, and immediately we needed a nap. Yeah.
1: So we can, <clears throat> sorry, we're really in tune with our bodies now because after five years of cutting back mm-hmm. on certain things or just kind of experimenting we can feel like yeah. the difference the moment we eat something. So we know we probably shouldn't eat something super sugary or salty because like, we feel it immediately. So on that subject,
0: we're going to kind of segue into talking about pH. Mm. So ladies, mm. you know, there is, we got a little friend down there and she requires a lot of extra work that men don't necessarily have to worry about. But our diet directly impacts our vaginal health.
1: Yeah, and so one of the indicators on like vaginal health is your pH, and it's not something you can actually measure regularly, it's something your doctor would have to do, but just so you understand, pH is a scientific way to measure acidity, and mm-hmm. so from a scale of 0 to 14, acidic to basic, you can scale how acidic something is, and yeah. your vagina is actually supposed <laughs> to be very acidic um, on a normal scale, it's like three and a half to four, four and, and a half. A half. Um, but your food can actually affect that and it can make it less acidic, which means it's less healthy.
0: And so of course it has to be all of our favorite foods that impacts it, but everything in moderation. We are not here to dictate what you eat, how you eat or anything like that because we eat everything that's on this list. Um, But I will read it off to you just in case some of your favorites are also on this list. So first up is sugar. We just had a bag of gummy bears right before this. And alcohol, which is heavy in sugar. Um, Spices, onion, red meat. We don't have to worry about that one. Um, Dairy, we don't really worry about that one as much, but processed foods, foods that are high in fat, that are greasy, and white bread. We love
1: bread. I like it when it sticks to the roof of my mouth. I like it when they bring (laughs) it out when you first get to a restaurant and it's hot and warm with the butter. We love bread. But it affects your vaginal health. It does. And, you know, again, it's not something you can measure on your own or really keep track of. But if you are listening to your body, you know. Yep. Girls, you know. You all know. know. Um, we don't have to talk about we it. We don't have to talk about it. But you know. And so when you do feel that your body's off, maybe you go back and think about the food you were eating. And if you had a, a week loaded with sugar and salt and dairy and maybe these processed foods, yeah. that might be why. Um, But if it's ongoing or something that you really can't control or measure, obviously, consult your doctor. We are not physicians. (laughs) Don't take our medical advice. But, you know, listen to your body and be conscious of the food you're eating because it affects more than just your mood and your pH. It has lots of health indicators. And there are other ways to combat it. Um,
0: Definitely have a diet that is high in probiotics. That's eating like fermented foods or taking a probiotic vitamin yep. that has tons and tons and tons
1: of probiotic strains in it. The other thing we're told all the time that we actually are not great at is drinking water. You're supposed to drink so much more water Girl. than you probably <laughs> do. We suck at this and we're always like, did we drink water today? Even when no. we're moody, yeah. sometimes we're like, we probably didn't drink water. So yeah. that's another thing to incorporate into your diet as much as you can. I don't think you can drink too much water. So Agreed. Agreed. Incorporating that. All right, y'all, so we will be
0: back. We have tons of other things that we want to talk to you about when it comes to food and your health
1: as it pertains to being a woman, but we have to thank our sponsors. We do, and we are so excited about this one. This episode is sponsored by Your Inner Fat Girl, which is a food blog turned brand that forms community through food, cocktails, apparel, and inspires millennials to explore every taste within his or her palate and whatever that brings to the table. We love this brand. It's by a local blogger that we're gonna shout out a little bit later, but she gives you all the insights on the best restaurants, the new food trends, and she has a really dope apparel brand that we're rocking tonight. Fat girls taste better. So shout out to your inner fat girl for sponsoring this episode. So we are back and we wanna talk
0: about body image. Um, And I know it's not just Rain and I, but most women, when we think about food, we automatically think about how it impacts our bodies.
1: Yeah, we typically think of food and our relationship to food as it relates to how we look, how we feel, how, how our clothes, clothes fit. are fitting. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, you know what? I'm cutting sugars this week because <laughs> I'm drinking jeans. water. I'm doing extra cardio. Yeah. And sometimes that's a good thing to gauge, you yeah. know, where you are with your body. But we need to shift our, our mindsets and to think of food in a better relationship. Yeah, And with that came the body positivity movement, which was really powerful.
0: So that emerged in recent years to undo that healthy perception of yeah, food yeah. and how we physically look at our body it honestly it doesn't matter I know girls who are super healthy that eat way
1: better than I do and we have different body types yeah and there are girls with completely different body types that we think are really fit and healthy and And they eat like trash like it just
0: depends on your body and so it's really important to really focus on like your own personal body goals and your own physical goals and your own (laughs) mental and spiritual goals as well but also don't get caught up in like the comparison culture And comparing your body to someone else's body. Absolutely not.
1: I think it's about how well you can move in this world, how you feel, um, you know, the aura and the energy you radiate throughout the day and what you're putting in your body. If that's fueling you to be the best person you can be, go for it. If your doctor isn't telling you otherwise, go for it. But I think we need to love our bodies. And this is literally our vessel that carries us through life. And so we need to honor that by fueling it with good foods, but then also just loving on it and not being so harsh and comparative with you know, society standards of beauty or whatever. Health is holistic. It's not, it's not a body type. Absolutely. It's your
0: mental, it's your spiritual, and it's your physical. How well is your body functioning based off of what it is that you're putting in it? How well is your mind functioning based off? You're, literally, we just talked about how food impacts your mood yeah. and how your brain functions. And so when we start to think about body positivity in our body image, that's like an exterior thing yeah. and everyone is different, but the most important thing we should be focusing on is the functionality.
1: And how you feel. I mean, when we eat, we're literally incorporating the mood, the physical act of eating. Yeah. And then, you know, how we are moving our body because we eat when we dance. So if it's good, (laughs) we're like, yep, this is awesome. And so we're just making sure, like, we're celebrating that moment. Food should be fun. Food should be something you enjoy. Um, It shouldn't be a punishment or something that you limit yourself on based on exterior you know goals or things that you're trying to achieve and your body achieve. will tell you your body will tell you when you Absolutely. need water it will
0: tell you when you need fruit it will tell you when you need sleep like you literally just need to be in tune with your body and making sure that you're listening to your needs i can't look at reina reina cannot look at shireen we
1: literally have to focus on our own selves and our own goals so so and as this platform grows and you know what we stand for with power pump girls is uplifting women and celebrating womanhood in whatever shape or fashion that comes yeah. in And so we definitely want you guys to take away from this, that food is there to fuel you. It's there to help you live your best life, but you know, celebrate yourself and love yourself as you are Um, and have fun with food, you know, experiment, (laughs) try new things. It's still Except for onions and mushrooms, don't try those. Okay, we we could go down a whole rabbit <laughs> hole with I'm the tree. A picky eater. pickiness, <laughs> but we're not gonna do that tonight. One thing we do want to do, we would be completely remiss if we did not shout out three of our favorite women in the food space, in yes. the food industry. They are killing the game. They're local here, and we are blessed to call them friends of ours. Yeah. Um. So the first is actually Natalie Tate, which is the owner of Your Inner Fat Girl, and I remember when we first heard about this brand. Oh my God! Just the name, we were like, wait. I I love that brand name because she was really just taking back the word fat and the the way it was perceived in society and the negative connotation. And we're like, you know what? We all have an inner fat girl. Like all of us (laughs) love to indulge and try new things. And so Natalie is like a food blogger. She's like the person who goes out and finds new restaurants. She tells you where
0: you need to eat and what you need to try, what drinks are popping, what restaurants are new. And so if if you're in New Orleans and you are lost on what you should be eating or where to go, Natalie is the girl to follow, your inner
1: fat girl. Yeah, and we love that she keeps it real. She'll tell you the yeah. ones that she's not a fan of, too. Yeah. Um, the next is Ellen McKnight. We and love her. We have a special place in our heart for Ellen. <laughs> she's actually the Power Pump Girls board vice president. Yes. Um, but before that, she was already out in the world killing the game. She is the principal and owner of the Maxine Firm, which is a health and nutrition and overall wellness um, business that supports womanhood. And they are all about mental health, um, physical physical health, health, what you eat. Yeah, she's huge on nutrition. We love it. And if it weren't for Ellen, we wouldn't know how we should balance our plate with (laughs) lean protein, (laughs) colorful (laughs) vegetables. And whole grains. Whole grains. (laughs) Like she has literally embedded that in her head, but she lives that lifestyle. Like she practices what she preaches, and we love Ellen for the work she's doing. And last but not least, so I met Caitlin Finley a little
0: after Raina. Raina and Caitlin went to LSU at the same time, and I was so fortunate to have cross paths with her. She is a microbiologist? Microbiologist. And unconventional by all means. Uh, She didn't necessarily go the research route. She created a fermented food brand called Cultured Guru, and she is in tons of Whole Foods um, in the state of Louisiana and she's soon to be in like 40 Whole Foods, or something like that,
1: yeah. So if you check out Whole Foods, she has um, sauerkraut, kimchi, pickles, and then she does like seasonal ones that we always love trying. And she also has an e-course now where you can can learn how to ferment your own food. So she has like an online school where she's sharing this amazing knowledge and why gut health is just so important to your overall health. So shout out to Caitlin. All right, y'all, we are wrapping this
0: episode. Again, we want to thank our sponsors, Your Inner Fat Girl and Rev Coffee Lab for having us here tonight. Um, again, thank you. Share this with a friend. Subscribe, like, comment, only if they're nice. No negativity. <laughs> um, but thank you for tuning in to another episode of PowerPunk Girls, the podcast.
1: See you later.